This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Housing for people with low income or no income in Kelowna has proven to be a challenge, but with the launch of a new website, it may become easier to access. It's all about a search engine called iSearch, launched just a few days ago, created by students and professors at UBC Okanagan and Okanagan College. One of the forces behind iSearch is Associate Professor John Corbett, who joins us on the line. Professor Corbett, John, good morning. Hi, Sterling. How's it going? It's great. Thank you, John. It's uh, good to have you with us. Tell us about iSearch. And now it's about Kelowna right now. How transferable is this model to other municipalities? um, Two questions there. Um, First one. So if you imagine in Kelowna, we have, I think, close to 30 agencies um, and we have about another 90 different sort of residential services all built around helping people who are either homeless or helping people who are low income to find housing. Okay. Um, so in the past, there's been very little, how we say, sort of co- cohesion between all of these different players. And so what iSearch does is it allows us to create like a, a very broad level picture of exactly what's going on across the entire sector through the entire city. And we can search, you know, for a very specific set of things that we might be interested in. You know, where can I find uh, transitional housing or where can I get a hot meal or where, you know, and and then the specific details um, of of the people I would contact in the addresses in order to be able to access those services. So that's one thing. So that's basically how the tool works. Uh, 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 Just just before we move on to the transferable part, uh, because you indicated all of these various uh, groups and organizations who aren't necessarily on the, uh, who haven't functioned uh, on a completely cooperative level before, it's not finding fault, it's just the way things work out. With iSearch, are you able to link the data databases of all of these disparate organizations and form a new single one? No, I don't think that that's the point. I mean, I, I think in, in an ideal world, we could do that. Um, but there's still a requirement for agencies or service providers to actually log into our system um, and then make the changes that they would need to make. Okay. Um, and that is a that's a really super question, but I, I would imagine that that will probably be too difficult to actually do at this stage. But what we've done, and there would be privacy issues as well, too, wouldn't there, John? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but what we have done is we've created an interface for an agency when they do log in to be able to identify exactly what resources they're managing, mm-hmm. and then for a very straightforward interface to actually be able to change the specific details. Um, uh, in order to ensure that the database really is almost like a real-time database. For example, you know, how many free beds do you have, um, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then we could simply, you know, call up, well, show me all the different residences throughout, um, you know, throughout Kelowna that currently have, um, you know, beds available. Okay, so users of this iSearch service that you're putting together, John, in in many cases, not all certainly, but in many cases, individuals don't have access to a smartphone or a a laptop or whatever, uh, the the proper uh, internet integration device. So where can they go? Would they go to one of those member agencies that you've described and just be able to log on there? Again, another super question. You know, when we first started designing the system, we actually designed it with service providers in mind. So we saw them as being our primary audience. And then secondary to that, government services. But about halfway through our design process, people said, oh, you know, you've got to have, you've got to have in mind the actual clients themselves. 
And so we bought, we, we built in this sort of entire um, set of like drop-in services, okay. so things that people will need immediately. And then, of course, the access issue is a real issue. Um, so when we did our official launch just earlier last week, we actually did it at the Okanagan Regional Library. And we had a number of people from the library actually attended the event as well. And they were so impressed, actually, by the event. So what they want to do is actually to have a full-time um, workstation available in the library. Perfect. I search on it. I mean, that's one way of coming or overcoming that issue. And then, of course, you know, the service providers themselves, you know, will be able to, if they don't have the services actually, you know, to offer the individual, should hopefully be able to use iSearch to quickly call up whatever particular services are required. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, as to the transferable nature of this program designed specifically by and for folks in Kelowna, how transferable is it? We have an enormous homeless pro- problem in Vancouver, Victoria, pick a city, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the system is transferable per se, but I, I mean, I don't know how it would work given, you know, given the, the sort of extreme loads that you might see. But when we designed the database itself, without being going into too many details, uh, we actually combined three different housing surveys that are commonly used across Canada, and we drew out all of the information that is commonly appearing and the types of sort of um, the types of information that people will share around the particular either services or housing types um, related to that particular every single one of the particular um, markers or, or points of information within our database. And so it's very generic, and in theory, it could be applied into any circumstance. Okay. Essentially, it's just a, a database. It, it would just be a, a question of actually just you know, implementing it, really. John, have you, aside from the news organizations like ours, uh, have you had uh, interest and inquiries from other municipalities, other uh, uh, people and, and uh, co- uh, organizations uh, working with uh, homeless individuals as to uh, the effectiveness of this? Uh, you're getting, a, I would imagine, a fairly high degree of interest about this. Well, I mean, I think that's interesting. I think, you know, our launch wasn't enormous. It was really focused just on, on, on our immediate sort of, you know, central Okanagan type um, area. But yes, there's, there's already some interest being shown by other municipalities up and down the Okanagan. And I think it's one of those things as, I mean, you know, it really was a soft launch in many ways. Right. Because we still really have to work a lot on actually trying to get the, the specific agencies um, and service providers actually engaged with the system itself. But I think we're hoping that by October we'll have a really robust and rock-solid system. And I think then what we'll do is to really get out there and start to promote it a lot more. I mean, I'm going to be in Montreal across the summer and again presenting it to the city of Montreal. Okay, good. And, and I think that, you know, that there, there could be some traction there. I mean, I think, in a, and from our perspective, you know, start small, make sure it works, and then if it does work, then, then to grow it up. Good stuff. Uh, John, just before I let you go, and we're fresh out of time, how about a website for Q- Curious Vancouver listeners who are already kind of interested in what you're up to. Where can they learn more? Um, really simple. One word. I, the letter I, search Kelowna.ca. Excellent. John Corbett, congratulations on this. Keep up the good work, sir. Thanks, darling. Appreciate that. Vancouver's News. Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.